Hey, Matt. Hey, Jen. What are you listening to this week? Welcome to What Are You Listening To This Week, the weekly podcast where we talk about our favorite songs, some old, some new, all good. I'm Jen Tully, and this week I'm joined once again by Matt Sidholm, co-host and co-founder of the Super Awesome Mix podcast. This week's episode features some great songs, old and new. And now on Spotify, you can listen to the show with the songs we discuss incorporated. Just search for What Are You Listening To with music. If you're not listening on Spotify, be sure to give the playlist a listen and then tune into our conversation. With that, let's get started. Matt, what are you listening to this week? All right, my first pick, it's called The Remains and parentheses Stripped. Okay, that refers to the version of the song. And it's by a young artist named Kayla Thompson. And uh, so it's really interesting. We've been at this for over a year now. Super awesome mix. And we've been doing the podcasts and the shows. And just organically out of that, we started getting people reaching out to us, whether it's uh, smaller record labels or publicists or whomever, just saying, hey, you might want to check out this artist. You might want to check out that artist. And, uh, you know, as one might imagine with, with any time you're getting sort of a cold email like that, it's kind of hit or miss. And uh, so this was an artist that, um, you know, we, we got kind of sent to us. Hey, you should check this out. And this is a, a new version of a single she had previously released. And um, I think it's I think it's great. Like I really, I really like her voice. Um, even the original version, it's it's a little bit different sounding, but um, obviously the same song, and it sounds really good. And also, if you kind of search her catalog, she does. Uh, she's got a handful of like standards in there as well. Like you know the old song, "When I Fall in Love." If you're familiar with that song, but um, yeah, so it, it's really kind of neat. And uh, we're working right now to get Kayla on. Uh, the show soon. So I thought, you know, so I've just been listening to, you know, all of her work. Um, and I, I think she sounds great. Is she kind of, her voice kind of reminds me a little bit of Taylor Swift. Um, you know, certainly maybe not as powerful as Taylor Swift's at this point, but, you know, she's pretty young. So I, I just think there's some potential there. She really, uh, I think she sounds great. And she's worth checking out. I agree. I agree. I really like her voice as well. And it's funny, you know, who I compared her to. I'm like, you know what? I wonder if this is what Alison Krauss sounded like when she started out. Mm. Like she has a really, I think her voice is really clear. Um, and another note I wrote about Kayla's voice specifically in this song is that it's mournful. Like it, she's really able to sort of convey that in a way that feels really authentic to me. Um, and like you, I had heard the original version of the song and then listened to the stripped, I, I believe it's referring to like the stripped down version, like you said. Um, and I love that too, because it's not an acoustic version. It's not, you know, just her and a guitar. It still is produced. It still has layers. Um, but it's a really beautiful version of the song. And it made me think more of like all the other songs I would love to hear, like, a stripped down version of like again not necessarily acoustic but just like 
more um, music focused um, and singer songwriter focused and less you know production focused um, so I really loved that about this song as well um, I thought the production was just beautiful um, and I really am anxious for her full album you know like you mentioned she's got about I think seven singles and then like a four song EP um, and so I'm really excited to hear um, hear what she's got um, when, you know, when she was able to get a, a full album together and put that out because I think she is really talented and it sounds, you know, she, I listened to, I think it was the first song maybe that she, the first original song that she released, um, which is called hold on to my hand. And I think it was from 2017. And on that one, I did write that it sounded a little bit like early Taylor Swift country. Remember when she was kind of a country yeah. artist? Yeah. Um, that's kind of what that, that early, um, Kayla Thompson song reminded me of, but definitely the remains and the stripped down version of it I love I think that it's such a good song I agree with you I'm um, I'm hopeful that you guys get her on the show if you do I'm definitely tuning into that episode <laughs> yeah and I like how you described her voice that you know sometimes when people sing in maybe a higher register it's a little bit harder to understand but yeah it's a great comparison with Alison Krauss because that's that's a higher register that's really clear so I I'm gonna I'm gonna probably steal that description down the line just so you know that's all right. It's all right. It's not proprietary. <laughs> well, tell me what else you're listening to this week. All right. So I took a little inspiration, actually, from the recent episode you did with us with your Desert Island mix. And yes. you had Old 55, the Eagles song on there, which is kind of a country sounding song um, by obviously a rock group like the Eagles. And so I'm listening to Hitchhiking. By, and the film version, I should you know distinguish that, uh, by Bruce Springsteen, of course. And anyone who uh, listens to the main show knows I'm a big fan. Um, but this is off of his album called Western Stars, which he came out with, um, I think, about three years ago, three or four years ago. And he had decided they're not going to tour with just that album. And so he made this, like, maybe 75-minute kind of film concert, concert film and they recorded every song in this barn in New Jersey that he owns. And they had like a full orchestra. So that's why I say listen to the film version because I, I like this album when I listened to the studio version. But then when I saw the, the concert film and heard it with like the, the bigger orchestral sound, um, I just really loved it. And so um, after hearing Old 55 and kind of that country sound coming from a rocker, it, it reminded me of this album, and I've just kind of been playing this a whole lot. So this is uh, track one, but but you can listen to this all the way through. In the film, he kind of has a little bit of, you know, these interstitials where he's kind of talking a, about the songs and about life and things like that. So um, I think that's worth a watch if, if you want to watch that. But um, I, I just think the music here is just so great. I completely agree. You know, I've, I've talked to you about this before. I'm kind of like a recreational Bruce listener. You know, I don't go too deep catalog, um, but I love, you know, the songs of Bruce that I, that I love, the Bruce Springsteen songs are, I really love them. You know, like I love Secret Garden. I've brought mm -hmm. that one up a thousand times. I love it. I love Glory Days. I love Dancing in the Dark, Born to Run, I'm on Fire. You know, some of the classics I really like, but I don't go deep catalog often with Bruce Springsteen. And I loved this song. And it's funny that you 
pulled out, you know, that the inspiration was sort of me pulling old 55 out from the Eagles, because that's the first thing that I wrote about this is like, this is a really, this is like Bruce Springsteen's version of country, yeah. you know, I yeah. love this. Um, and then, like you said, the orchestration is just beautiful, especially the strings. There's this really like lovely string melody that plays in the background. Um, and so I really, um, I was super excited about this song. It was not one that I was familiar with. Um, and I listened to the album version and then the film version and could not agree more. I definitely like the film version. Um, I think that was the right, the right version of the song to pick. Um, but I also love the way the song opens. It sort of like sets the tone for the rest of the song for me. It says, thumbs stuck out as I go. Hey, I'm just traveling up the road. Well, maps don't do much for me, friend. I follow the weather and the wind. I was like, yeah, it doesn't get any more country lyrics than that, I feel like. Right? I mean, he's hitchhiking. Yeah, it's an old song about he's hitchhiking. Traveling. Right. Yeah. Like not young people, maps. young people may not know what hitchhiking even is now, right? Well, thank goodness. It's probably <laughs> one of the more dangerous endeavors that <laughs> mankind has embarked on. <laughs> but it used to be just kind of a semi-normal thing, right? Yeah. Like you just oh, yeah. hear stories about, you know, picking up a hitchhiker. And then, of course, somebody had to ruin it for everybody, right? And, you know, things went, things went bad with a hitchhiker, once yeah. or a hundred times, and, and now there's not much hitchhiking anymore. Yeah, well, and again, I think that, like, yay, progress. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. But at least we've still got songs about hitchhiking, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm, there's always room for a hitchhiking song, a road song. Like, I'm all about it. I love it. <laughs> but I am glad that you introduced me to this because I, I, in getting into this song, like you said, the first track, um, it made me want to listen to the rest of the album, which is also really great, really worth listening to. Um, and a kind of a different... Bruce, I felt like, I mean, you're the aficionado, so I hate to go out and make such a bold statement, but this really felt like a different version of Bruce Springsteen than at least I was familiar with. Yeah, no, very different. And I get why he didn't necessarily tour with this one. Um, he made an album like uh, in the in the 90s called Devils and Dust, which was a very like acoustic heavy album that was that was kind of unlike some of his other albums. Um, and I think he did a short tour with that, but again, it was a very different sort of, it wasn't the three hour Bruce Springsteen and the E street band, you know, high energy concert that they, that they normally do. So yeah, no, this was, this was quite the departure, you know, people, you listen the whole album through, he's, he's kind of crooning at at different times, right? Like just that he's doing different things with his voice, which you know, I always think it's kind of neat when, when artists like him who are so well-established are, are just willing to kind of, all right, let me just do something completely different. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah. It's a bold move, and um, especially for someone like, like Bruce Springsteen that is so established, you know, in what he does and is kind of the best at it. You know, when I think about, like, American Americana rockers, you know, I, that's who comes to mind first is Bruce Springsteen. Um, and I always joke when my husband was born in Ireland. And so we go back to Ireland sometimes. And that's who people always ask about when they find out you're American in Ireland. Really? Like everybody wants to know about Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Oh, do you like Bruce Springsteen? Wow. And we're always like, well, 
Yeah, but it's yeah. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> is uh, is who we get asked. Well, good about to most. know. If I ever go over there, I'll fit right in. I'll just make friends with the locals hero. immediately. Yeah, you will. <laughs> All right. Well, Jen, what are you listening to this week? Well, you know, I had kind of um, an up and down week, like I often do. Um, so the first song that I picked was a song called "Next to You" by John Vincent the Third. Um, John Vincent III is an artist that I kind of stumbled across. You know how once you've finished a play, listening to a playlist on Spotify, sometimes it'll just automatically switch to like the radio channel for that playlist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a playlist and a John Vincent III um, song came on and I was like, oh, who's this guy? Like, this is interesting. Um, and then next to you played and I was like, oh, wow, I really like this song. And here I go again, making more comparisons. But to me, this song is like if the Lumineers and Mazzy Star had a baby, Mm -hmm. it would be this song. Mm. (laughs) And so that's what I liked about it. Um, I thought that it was, um, it was, it was, seemed really moody to me for, um, a, a male lead singer, um, he's young. Um, I think he's about 26 years old. Um, and so the, like his maturity and the depth of the lyrics really spoke to me too. Um, and then there's a line that says, wait for me by the water on the first rain of June and I'll be there with all the letters I ever wrote for you. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. That makes me happy. So yeah, I like this. Were you familiar with John Vincent Third, or was this song new for you? This was new for me. And yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like I was like first thing it just kind of stands out. Obviously, yeah, like you said his voice. He reminded me and I feel like you'll appreciate this. For some reason I kept going back in my head. He his voice reminded me of Michael Hutchins from uh from NXS. Oh, yeah. I got yeah, a little yeah, bit of that, that in there and I was like, yeah, and maybe that kind of moody that you described. I was like, yeah, I guess that's okay. Maybe I was kind of onto something there. But yeah, just yes. just a beautiful love song. I was like, wow, this is this is really good. So it almost it started off, and I was like, I wonder, <laughs> I, I wonder if this was going to take a turn at some point. Because <laughs> nowadays, right. like, yeah, you listen to a newer love song, and like something goes, you know, sideways at some point. But no, it was just a, a really nice song about just this, you know, him kind of professing his love and, and wanting to be next to. Whom he loves, yeah. So I, I thought it was great. A really nice find. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And like and a new person to kind of dig and go deep on. You know, I like that too when I find somebody and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And, you know, it gives me a little bit of like a rabbit hole to go down. So I'm excited to dig a little bit deeper um, on John Vincent III. But I do like this song. Um, however, I couldn't let us just be like moody and sad the whole time. So, you know, I had to come in and like finish it off with a banger with, um, you know, a, a super like quintessential sounding summer song to me. I'm like always on a quest for like the ultimate summer song. Um, and so for my second song this week on repeat, I've had a song called Past Life by Arkells and Cold War Kids. 
So I love, love, love Cold War Kids. Um, I don't know that they've come up on the show yet before, but the longer I'm on air, I'm sure the more you'll hear about them um, because I really do love them. And they're a band where it really does boil down for me. I mean, I love their musicality. I like the um, that they can have a, a really emotionally raw song and then they can have kind of a dancey song. Um, but I love Nathan Willett's voice, the lead singer of Cold War Kids. There's something really unique um, and tonal in his voice that I just really respond to and um, Arkells is a Canadian band um, and the lead singer of that band his voice I thought blended really well with Nathan Willits and so the song is a duet um, but the the male voices that duet and it sound kind of similar like more similar than I think you usually get when you have two people duetting usually the the point of that is that the voices are really different and I like that there's not a real big, you know, it's not a huge stark difference. You kind of have to really listen to say like, oh, okay, is this Arkells right now? Or is this Cold War Kids? Like who's singing? Um, but I just think this is like a feel good summer song. You know, it has opening sounds. It sort of reminded me of like a video game. Um, and so I really, I like this one a lot. Yeah, I thought this was such a, my first note was like, what a fun song. You know, just both times you play it, you're right. Just puts you in a good mood. Um, I did not even realize it was a duet and, and maybe that's like yeah. to your point about these two voices sound so similar. I, I don't think it even hit me that there were two separate voices there. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's interesting. But, um, but no, it's a really great song, really kind of a fun message, like, or about, you know, kind of trying not to live in this past life and trying to kind of live in this life, right. Being, being a little bit more present, which is also a really good message for everyone, uh, you know, all year round, not just in the summer, you know, to be a <laughs> little right, bit more present. Right. But yeah, one <laughs> lyric I, I kind of got to chuck a lot of is early on. He says, I'm a little wallflower singing one headlight, which I thought was a great shout out to, uh, of course, the wallflowers. But, you know, using it, uh, I love the uh, double meaning there, you know, calling himself a wallflower, but then also calling out the band. Yeah, definitely. And I was like, oh, that harkens back to our um, our Echoes in the Canyon episode. That's right. Uh, and then later on, too, they reference Bob Dylan's kid. Like they, yeah. they talk about the wallflowers. <laughs> they say one headlight and then they say something about Bob Dylan. I'm like, they've got they've got something for Jacob Dylan here. Like, what's, what's this about? <laughs> now, after that, I kind of like I pulled up the lyrics and just kind of read through all of them because I was like, I want, is this song just about Jacob Dylan? And I'm like, it's not, but they do make a couple of references there. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And then, but then they have, like, there's a great line in it too, to your point earlier, where it says, can we take back all these lies that added up to wasted years and wasted time? Let's make it right here in this life. And that was like you were saying, like, to me, this is about the lies we tell ourselves about who we're supposed to be or our limitations, you know, and often those are just stories that we've made up because it's scary to be authentic. You know, it's scary to be vulnerable enough to be seen, you know, and truly seen as yourself. And so I, um, that, that after I did the same thing, after I heard like both Jacob Dylan and Bob Dylan references, you know, Bob Dylan's son references, I was like, yeah, is this like homage to Jacob Dylan? What are we doing here? And then when I pulled up the lyrics, I'm like, oh, these are actually really great. Um, and I did. I, I liked the the message that I left with in terms of like, you know, let's let's not tell ourselves stories that are completely not based in reality. They're just like the old stories we have in our head. Like, yes, let's let's live in the now and, and not keep running from the past. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I, I that and that was the cool part too. Is I was like, this is such a fun song, but then when you really listen to it, it's also got like just a really great message, and it's a it's a really well written song. So that's always kind of nice to have too, because sometimes sometimes the fun songs are maybe just gibberish, right? Or just kind of almost throwaway right. lyrics, and, and so it's cool to get a little bit of both here. Agreed. Yeah. And and like I said, we, we've got you, we sort of settle you down for the first three tracks and then like send you home with a big time summer hit with a message. So <laughs> that's what we've got for you this week, listeners. Perfect. <laughs> well, Matt, as always, thanks so much for sharing what you're listening to this week. And to our listeners, remember to check out the Super Awesome Mix podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow Super Awesome Mix on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix. And be sure to join me again next week to find your new favorite song.